Hey everyone, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And this is Thanks for Playing. The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. Oh! Oh! How about that World Cup? <laughs> what a World Cup Matt, game. Oh sta- my Matt God. standing brings a whole new energy I am standing. of Matt to the podcast. It really does. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because I was in a work meeting the other week. I got a standing desk now, everyone, and that's, that's the big news. And I was in a work meeting uh, last week. And like, there's just some stuff going on that was firing me up, and it just the fact that I was standing made it ten times worse because I could walk around and be frustrated. Right, you know? right. Uh, it was I have, I have my wireless headset. I'm literally like, just like taking all this, hearing all these these words that are upsetting me in real time, and I'm just walking around my apartment. <laughs> it's <was> crazy. <laughs> Getting fired up. You're hot, dude. You're hot. Um, World Cup. In case anyone at my company is listening to this, you're great. <laughs> um. World Cup, my God, um, huge, huge. Uh, for those that don't follow soccer, Argentina bested France uh, in a thriller um, that was 3-3 and then went to penalties in um, after overtime periods. And it was just It, it was as, is just basically as good of a match it as was, you could have for a World Cup final, right? It it's probably one of the best sporting matches of all time. And that's, Damn. I've heard people that don't even like soccer, not the primary sport say that. Damn. Uh, that's me. It had literally, <laughs> had literally everything. It had storylines going into it. You know, can Messi finally get his world cup title and complete, like, like end the goat debate, become the goat, become Ascend the, goat to the goat, the greatest goat. Mm-hmm. Can France win back to back? Um, led by Kylian Mbappe, basically like the generation's next greatest player. He's only 23. He's probably already like the third or fourth best attacking player in the world. Probably a third or second right now, actually, depending on what you look at. But just so many great storylines. France would have been the first one to win it back-to-back in ages. Um, Just crazy, crazy match. Exciting. A lot of drama in the match. Both teams were really just going for it. There weren't too many points where they just bunkered in. Um, It was just, yeah, an amazing, amazing football match. Yeah, I've been seeing like nonstop videos of Buenos Aires and like Argentina just going completely nuts. Like, dude, it's insane. They re- they've already renamed streets after Messi. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. just pe- they've and been partying for like incredible. three or four days. <laughs> and that's how I know how I was listening to a, a one of my favorite soccer podcasts called the Scuff Soccer Podcast, and they were talking about the reaction of like them winning. And, the, and they're saying, like, that's how you know how far away the U.S. is from winning World Cup. Because if we won a World Cup, it'd be like a day, like, yeah. And everyone just go back to business, you know? Yeah, that's um, true. Oh, yeah, we, we wouldn't give yeah. a shit. Like, I mean, I would, I would, I'd be like, I wouldn't shut up for a month personally. But Matt would be drunk. Population. He'd be drunk on the street for five days straight yeah. by himself. <laughs> and going, like, great, yeah. rename the street. To- <laughs> <laughs> rename it to Raina. Exactly. Greg. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, whether you're even just a casual fan or you're a sicko like me, I think it was an incredible sporting event to watch um, and a great World Cup. And everyone should be excited because the World Cup is coming to the U.S. in 2026. We are joint hosting it with Mexico and Canada. Um, the majority of the games will be in the U.S. We have, you know, several, like I think 12 or some like 12, 13, 14 host cities spread out or across the country. And then um, there's three host cities in Mexico and then three host cities in or two host cities in Canada. But then I believe all the knockout rounds will 
uh, be in the U.S. So got that to look forward to. So that was awesome. Just really great, really, really awesome World Cup all around. Um, and I was listening while well, I was working out today. I was listening to Game Scoop, catching up on the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. And um, there was just a lot of character development on uh, did you guys listen to it? By chance? No, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard the most. I don't even know one. what this podcast I, is. IGN's uh, podcast, home and bo- hosted by oh, okay. Damon Hatfield. You know, and there's a lot of character development in this podcast. Uh, what, I'm, I'm what, usually, what, did, what did they change? <laughs> wait, what did they change their opinion on? I love it. I'm usually not a big Damon Hatfield fan, and I hate the way that, to me, a lot of these gaming publications. Um, kind of just like ride the dicks of like all the Oscar games, you know, like God of War, for example, Mm -hmm. and straight from Damon Hatfield, straight from Damon Hatfield, he said, Elden Ring was the best game I played this year. God of War was the best movie I played this year. Yes. Yes. And that, that meant a lot to me because I largely actually dislike Damon's opinions. Generally, (laughs) I think him and I are on very opposite spectrums of, our taste as gamers. That's so true, um, actually. So to hear him say that, just, I don't know, it meant a lot. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, it's funny because Damon, at the start of the year, he really did not like Elden Ring. He hated he, Elden Ring. He, yeah, he really hated he it back when it, it came out. And he really came around on it. I've actually, fun fact, I don't know if you know this, Matt, I've actually met Damon. I met him at E3 really? years ago. Um, a photographer I knew was covering E3 as a contractor for IGN. And uh, they invited me to just join them for a day. I got paid like 200 bucks to just go to E3 and like take photos of booths. And I saw Damon. Oh, wow. And he probably, Damon, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you're listening and you've, you've held on for, <laughs> for this long in this episode. But I met him and I said, hey, Damon, I'm a huge fan of Game Scoop, man. I think you guys are awesome. And I said, where's Justin? Is he around? And he was just like, yeah, he's, I think he's at, you know, showing face somewhere. Five minutes later, I'm chilling. Uh, like you know, switching batteries out on my camera, and and Damon says, "Ask and you shall receive." And Justin's there. He like brought Justin oh, over to meet shit. me. I was like, "Dude, whoa, no way!" And like, I was just like <laughs> so excited to meet these guys. I should have gotten a picture with them, but I was so like, "I don't believe you." Yeah, I know you don't believe me exactly. <laughs> exactly. And for honestly, Justin Davis is like my critic spirit animal. I I, I match my I think opinions with his more than anybody that I, I follow like on YouTube or like on podcasts and stuff. I, I love, I love Justin, but yeah, good, uh, good take right there. I, I, speaking of God of war to get into the topic today, I want to ask you guys a question about God of war. Okay. The question is, is God of war an RPG? Hot Mickey, you have the floor. Uh, well, the title, what RPG means is, role-playing game so and for someone who like isn't really like really cares about oh i like uh, rts uh rpg grpg whatever like, 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 i don't really care about genres so for role-playing game i would say you're playing as kratos you are role-playing as kratos so i would say yes god of war is a role-playing game wow wow see i got a problem with that but i'm gonna hold on to that matt what do you what do you think RPG, God of War, does that mix for you? Fuck no. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you asked me this, like, uh, I think a few days ago, Lucas kind of just in, in preparation for the topic. He, he, yeah, he, he's... And um, my first thought was yes. But then um, then I, I turned on my reptilian brain 
And <laughs> I don't think it because to me, a role playing game, I, I would categorize God of War as like a action adventure movie. Um, for me, a role playing game is something where you can really imprint yourself on the story, whether that's through choices or being able to really build out your character and you know like have a, a general like role-playing elements you know would be like stats you you upgrade and like skill trees and things like that like for example um elden ring is a very obvious example i think of a role-playing game where right that's you know, my your example character well. correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think your character speaks at all throughout the game right your, your character does not speak and you name yeah, your character so and you pick you all name the stats. your character and then yeah you pick all the stats you really have a lot of flexibility in how you choose to play that game um so that's one example of an RPG. And then I think another example would be, you know, a game where you don't really have as much choice as kind of like how your character is themselves, but, um, well, a little bit, but like cyberpunk, I think I'd consider an RPG because you really, really influence your, your, um, your battle style your combat style with how you choose to upgrade, what kind of cyborg you have, things like that. And then also you really strongly influence the narrative based off of, you know, the choices you make within the story. That's, that's whereas, interesting that you said that. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. Uh, I was just going to say like, whereas God of War, you know, is a largely a very linear game. Um, the exploration is really just been mere like, Hey, don't forget to check this out. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> you're getting fired up already about God of War. It's just, it just, I hear it. And uh, yeah, well, God of War is fine, uh, but <laughs> I, it is a I, six. <laughs> I do think it's, <laughs> I do think it's interesting because of the official genre categorization for Cyberpunk was RPG before it came out, and up until the point it came out, they actually switched the genre. Like CD Projekt Red actually said, no, this is actually an action adventure game there's actually uh, an action adventure cat game is actually how we categorize it well, what is god it, of war's official action adventure uh okay. so this is this is i think uh it's such an interesting topic for me i think we've already kind of touched on it which is genre conventions right and um you know i think where this comes from for me uh and for the audience that that just started listening or maybe hasn't been listening for that long i i am more formally studied in in film Right. Um, I studied films in college, wrote a lot of essays on them. And what you learn is there actually really aren't that many film genres. Right. There's only a handful. Everything is either a blend of a certain genre within a certain family of genres. Um, and, you know, everything has a formula. We have expectations. Um, and there's these things that we like to look at called genre conventions. Right. So, guys, what's the most popular movie genre right now? Superhero. Superhero. Exactly. And what was yeah. the most popular movie genre in the in the 50s and 60s? Silent Western. Oh, Western. Oh, Western, yeah, right? yeah so, that makes sense. So yeah. like, you know, when did, when did we make that transition from silent to, to not silent? Uh, that was well before. That was like 1930s, 1920s Shit. or 30s. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, when, the when, did the, wait, when did the first movie come out? Give me a little history real quick. Well, the first movie, it depends on what you consider to be What's like. The first, Wizard of the first commercially, oh, no, Wizard of Oz was, Wizard of Oz was the first commercially released movie. The first commercially released movie. movie? Well, yeah. so movies in their earliest form were just like show like you'd go into like an arcade on the boardwalk in jersey city and like look through these little like wooden panel things and see like a 10 second loop of a film so like the earliest yeah, there's instances no audio of, with any of these i mean they were like nothing they were like toys basically 
It was just like something that a technology advancement that you could like ogle at. And they were like, oh, it's a motion picture. It's like an animated picture thing that you're watching. And then eventually they evolve and, you know, have music set to them that it's playing live in a movie theater and really like entering their real form, like in the 10, 1910s and stuff. Um, gotcha. I think movies as we know it today, you probably wouldn't find one until like 1920s. Anything before like 1925, 1930 is, is not very watchable. And like they're not really they're not really movies as you and I think of them. To to put it broadly, but anyway, um, genre conventions, right? Right now we're in an era of superhero movies. Everybody, right now, if you go watch a superhero movie, the genre conventions of superhero are so ingrained, right? Origin story. There's a villain. There's a hero. There's a sidekick. There's probably a love interest. Um, and then so it's very exciting <laughs> when the wait, what's that? What did you say, Hot Mickey? I, I said, God, I'm so tired of this superhero movie. I think a lot of people are. I, it's so yeah. oversaturated. I know. The only ones I, I'll keep going out for will be Spider-Man because I'm just, it should have been me. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, what's exciting, though, is when, like, films really subvert expectations within genres and maybe the main, main character dies or something unexpected happens. Uh, like, that's always kind of fun when, you, you know, we take the genre conventions that we know and kind of flip them. Uh I, I think with video games, we are in... Well, what's the most popular genre for video games? Everybody in the back? Oh, FPS. Battle Royale. Or Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But FPS is for the last, you know, 10 years, 15 years probably, and more specifically, like, Battle Royale is probably in the last, like, five. I feel like since Modern six. Warfare, it's really... The, 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 the 2000s Modern Warfare. God, really dating ourselves. Um, yep. since like the 2000s modern warfare I feel like that kind of well no even with Halo really like Halo Halo 2 that probably really yeah I think Halo was probably the thing that like skyrocketed the popularity of shooters within the modern era I mean there's so many other things like the original Wolfenstein you know like the original Doom oh um, yeah but in the modern era as far as like the multiplayer experience I'd say Halo is what really cemented and for a lot of people you know i mean it's worth acknowledging for a lot of people the multiplayer experience is what most people's gaming experience is you know i'd say there's a lot more multiplayer gamers than there are people that will just casually Single enjoy play. like god of war or cyberpunk or something else but um and there's more money in the multiplayer you know basically in the multiplayer oh, yeah. oh my god that reminds me i finally spent money on a battle royale game oh my god would you apex oh, wow i did you bought it what'd you buy I wanted some more some more goons to battle with. <laughs> Damn. Wait, goons. I, I bought some some cha some champions. I called oh, them goons. Oh, okay, okay. My, nice. my goon my goon squad. <laughs> nice, nice. Who'd you yeah. unlock? Uh like this girl that's like a special like sniper person. Um I got her I got some dude that's like very just combat oriented. He has like a hand hand grenade shooter. And then uh one other one I forget. But um First, yeah, I've I've gone twenty six years without spending any money on a battle royale, but finally changed that. I was like, you know what, I'm Man. having enough fun playing this game. I actually want to climb with the boys. They get ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, my rule is you spend up to the price of what you'd pay for a full game. No skin, yeah, like that's yeah. yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, Okay, I, I think... But so here's I'm my claim. i looking at some of the skins, too. I'm like, oh, these are kind of... Yeah, you broke the seal, Matt. What, 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 yeah, know. once you spend any money, you just open the floodgates. And it's so now easy because my credit table. card info is just saved on it. It's just there, it's like, dude. Yep, yeah, it's yeah, over, it dude. Is. 
They're gonna, you're gonna like buy. Okay, Matt, the new like here. This is what happened. This Mickey can attest to this because it's kind of what happens with league. Like you just have like a oh stockpile of whatever the currency is, and you're like, you buy the new champ or the new hero, and then you just buy the skin. You're just like, might as well just do both at the same time. <laughs> just feel, so dumb. You just feels so degenerate. Uh, I, I, I did that with like three champions, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, no more, no more, no more. No more. Yeah, and like the champion sucks, or like you actually don't even end up playing them. And you're like, like I, I, I did it with Velkaz, I did it with Echo, and I think there's one more I did it for. Your Velkaz is actually year. sick, though. So I'll, I'll, I'll my Velkaz is nasty. Okay, so back to back to the genre conventions topic. Um, uh, so here's the claim. If you guys will allow me to make a claim. I believe that there are actually only seven genres in video games. Okay, and there's there subgenres. This. There's sev like subgenres within that, and obviously there's sort of like fusions of those genres across many different games. And most games are more than one genre, um, right? But I'm gonna go through the seven. We could agree or disagree. The seven are number one, action, by far the most popular genre, you know, main genre of games, uh, adventure. Puzzle, RPG, simulation, strategy, and sports games. Those are my seven. Agree or disagree? I believe that every game can basically fall between these. And if, if it falls within one of these, it'll probably borrow aspects of another. For instance, your adventure puzzle game or maybe your RPG sim game. Right, like a persona, for instance. Where to? Where to? I, I think strategy is so. I, my only issue with like these is like strategy. I think is too broad. Too broad. Wait, Matt was saying. Yes. Well, what what do you mean by too broad? Like, so for one, I think you can consider puzzles to be strategy. Like you, like you need to think of like a solution. That's strat. Like trying to think of like good strategies. Like it's just another way to tackle a puzzle. It's like what strategy to tackle this problem? It, like. If anything, strategy could just be another puzzle game. <laughs> okay. If you like put enough thought into it. Well, do you believe chess is the same thing as a jigsaw puzzle? I think, yeah, like, because there are literally chess puzzles. Like, the, the people have made, like, oh, here's a chess puzzle. There are correct moves to this. And I see what you're uh, saying. To figure out okay. the solution. Okay. I gotcha. Matt, what's your, what's your feeling on uh, the seven genres here? Where does League fit in? That's my question. Strategy. 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 Strategy action, I guess. It'd be a combination of one one and the other. Um, I think as like as very broad genres, it's fine. You know, I mean, there's so many. A never-ending list, right, of sub-genres you could get into. So Yeah. What I, what I think... So here, I guess here's the thing. And I, on the sheet here, Matt, I think you're taking a look at it is... Um, like you find so many subgenres within these broader categories, right? So let's take an, let's take the action genre as like a main family. Uh, you in that category, you have FPS, you have fighting games, you have shooters, right? And then within the FPS genre, you have team-based hero hero FPSs like an Overwatch or like a Team Fortress. Uh, you have arena-based multiplayer uh, FPS, which is like Call of Duty or Halo. Uh, you got your battle royales, Fortnite, PUBG, Apex. Um, and then you, you know, within fighting games, uh, you have your platform fighters, your traditional 2D, your anime fighters. Uh, the list kind of goes on and on and just is constantly changing and evolving. But what I find interesting is what we've done over time is we saw something like, an, like a Team Fortress 
I'm saying we, like the broader gaming community and developers, right? You see something like a Team Fortress, and then you make something like an Overwatch, right? And then you see something like a PUBG and an Overwatch, and you combine those together, and all of a sudden you get like an Apex, right? So Apex is just a, a hero-based arena shooter turned into like a battle royale, right? Which I find really fascinating. So like over time, we've just kind of taken the good ideas of this genre or something that's become its own genre, fused it together, and then moved forward with its own thing, right? So by the way, what do you guys think a shooter is? I, I like found this, I found this to be a little bit annoying. Wait, what? <laughs> when someone says a shooter, what is a shooter to you? I'm not, there's no wrong answer. I'm not like quizzing yeah, you. Yeah, you, sh you, sh you shoot things. Just like usually like anything with like a gun. The main <laughs> driving force of the gameplay involves you shooting something, whether that's oh, a gun or a yeah. potato gun or so a crossbow. Shoot, shooter to me has always been like Galaga, Centipede, R-Type, like Raiden, Whoa. like a top-down gunship shooter. That's what a shooter is. That's what, that's what I grew up understanding what a shooter was. Interesting. No one? You this feel, is just me. No. You feel, I, I think, I think you feel better than us because you have that opinion. Yeah. No, I, I'm genuinely curious. That, that I, sounds like some boomer-ass opinion. No, it's just like, what are those <laughs> games then? What is that genre? What's Galaga? What, tell me what kind of genre Galaga is. I don't, I don't know what Galaga is. I would say it's a... There's uh, no way even you've never seen Galaga, Mickey. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't know what I categorize. Oh, I thought you said you don't know what the game Galaga was. I've always thought of these kind of games as like kind of bullet hell, right? Bullet hell, yeah, shooter, bullet hell. I guess that that'd be like a subgenre of like oh, shoot. shooter. I mean, it definitely but. to your to your point, it definitely falls under shooter because objectively that's what it is. It's just like a very specific type of shooter, and it you don't see these games as often anymore. So obviously, that's not going to be what most people's mind goes to. Like you say, shooter, COD. So Call of Duty, people are going to think of mostly, yeah, or Halo yeah. or Overwatch, even whatever it may be, yeah. I gotcha. Hopefully, one day the shooter genre has its has its day again because has its that. renaissance. Um, I think that I, I did a quick search on Wikipedia, and that'd be like Galaga would be considered a fixed shooter, is what it's called. A fixed okay shooter. I was I was half right. I was half right yeah. there. So, I love those games, by wait, the way. Did you guys? The genre. Oh, those, those yeah. games are great. I used to love playing Raiden, and I believe 1942 was the other one, like at the like at the pizza parlor. That I grew up going to, it was just Ooh, like yeah. so sick. Here's a here's a fun question that gets kind of like philosophical almost. Okay. The 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 pinball game that everyone had on their computer growing up, the space yes. one. What genre is that? Oh shit! Uh, Simulator. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's simulator, I accept, right? I can accept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I can accept simulator as well, yeah. right? Well, it's that's, just a that's physics like, that's engine. That's a big question, right? It's like, yeah. That, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I never. I actually never really played that one that that much. Did you guys play that one a lot, dude? I played that so much. I never as a kid. played. I, I played just, it. Like it, 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 it. It was that and Backyard Baseball 2000. Those are like the two big computer games I played. I played that. I played Spy Fox. I played Pajama Sam. Growing up, y'all know that one. Are these all? Oh, are also these all played computer. Pup -Pup. Are these all computer Pup -Pup. games? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. These are like 
This is what I grew up on. While you were, while you were playing, <laughs> you know, Nintendo like a Chad, I was playing Pajama Snack <laughs> and Fox. Wait, what is what are those genre? Can you they're can like, you tell me what the genre click, of those games are? Um, I guess it'd be adventure. They're like click click based adventure games. Yeah. Are they educational games? Uh, yes. Uh, Putt Putt is. Uh, Spy Fox and like, oh, Mickey, did you play fucking Freddy Fish? I did not play Freddy oh. Fish. Uh, they're not, um, they're not, I wouldn't say they're educational, but they're just kind of like really basic, just to click through adventure games meant targeted at like seven and eight year olds, you know, a very young audience. Um, especially cause back then, you know, that was definitely all our family computer could run. So I got, I got some more questions for you guys on the genre thing. I think that okay. that are that are pretty fun. So what I was thinking about, I was kind of going through our list of games that we've done for this podcast and um, just trying to figure out like, hey, what genre do they fall into? And some are very obvious, right? Portal, that's that's a puzzle game. That's an FPS puzzle game. So it's taking like elements of it, what we know from the action genre conventions and then throwing the puzzles on top of it, right? It's a pretty simple one. But Undertale, what's that? RPG. Okay, so what yeah. about it makes it an RPG? Because I find because I'm not quite sure. The combat is bullet hell. The combat is like almost shooter. It's a bullet hell. It's an action RPG, right? You're, you know, it goes to my earlier point, kind of like what I was saying with Cyberpunk, where, you know, you're by your actions, you're influencing the story, whether you're doing like a genocide route, um, spoilers, whether you're doing a genocide route <laughs> it, or Matt, you're doing know. a, um, you know, a, a no kill route or like a hybrid of the two, you know, um, in every fight you're making a choice. God, that game is sick. Wow. Just even <laughs> saying that phrase is like, <laughs> um, so I, I would say, you know, it's an RPG slash obviously a bullet hell game, you know, and, uh, I don't know if you're going to bring this up later, Lucas, but I'll, I'll bring this up now. Um, I, I think what games do best, what makes the game great is I was watching the Game Makers Toolkit video. You, you linked to myself and Mickey, uh, Hot Mickey, and I talked about how the best games very tastefully combine genres. Right. And that's what Undertale is doing. It's an, R, it's an action RPG bullet hell game is really what it is. No, more so than that, it's a turn-based RPG slash bullet hell game is really what it is. Yeah, it's like three genres actually kind of mashed yeah. in, which is which is really interesting. It's remarkable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love we love Undertale. Um, okay, I got one for you. What is Katamari Damacy? Oh, cocaine. <laughs> just just drug a drug game. See, my cousin is, used to tell me that the people that made that game were just stupidly high the whole time. I think he was fucking with me, but there's no way that that's me. there's no way that that's true. It's Some people not, are just but I I, people him. always use drugs as an excuse that people just can't be creative while sober. I've never yeah, I never get that. Anyway, I what is Katamari? Mickey, have you played Katamari Damacy? I have not. I have not seen guy? gameplay of this. It's a really fun game. It's a it's a very fun game. Now, it unfortunately it, it's not. I guess it's kind of a puzzle game. It's like a puzzle action game in a way, because there's like very light elements of what could be considered puzzles, which are like certain types of objects that you may or may not be able to grab in the game. Like order of grabbing certain objects plays a role. So you want to grab the small stuff, then the big stuff, the stuff that doesn't make you like misshapen. You know, would you would you give it puzzle game, Matt? I think that's about the only thing you can throw onto it. It's just like a puzzle adventure game, kind of. Yeah. No, not an adventure. You're not really exploring anything. Puzzle action. Maybe like a simulator. 
puzzle simulator. <laughs> just <laughs> what it's like simulating what it's like to just be a ball rolling around. So yeah, yeah. I, speaking on the speaking on all of it too, like I sent that video over and I'll probably end up putting it in the Discord, which is the um, how to combine genres like in the in the correct quote like correct way, right? Wait, by the way, everyone, if you want to join the Discord. You should um, go plug. to our social media handles at TFP Podcasts. That's at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end. Um, you can find it in our link tree on there. Maybe not on Twitter for long. Elon was talking about taking down that stuff. Like we're having, you can't have link trees and bios anymore. Oh my God. Um, I don't think he's going to do that neither here nor there. Uh, moving on. So you can go to that, those links in our link tree. Uh, we can go to our website. Thanks for playing that live. Or you can shoot us an email at thanksforplayingpod at gmail.com. Coming out, Discord is a good time to worry about on the next game we're going to review for the podcast. Uh, voting is live right now. Probably be live through the end of the week or however long it takes to make sure Super Mario Odyssey doesn't win. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, so coming out in the Discord, everyone, it is a good time. Sorry, Lucas, back to you. No worries. Mickey, I'm surprised you didn't just holler out when Matt just, with the hearsay Matt just put out on Super Mario Odyssey, but that's okay. No, I, I, I really, really quick tangent. I think, I think that is my all, it's a good game. I, I haven't played it, but I, I've played it a little <laughs> bit, but I think that is like a good game. I just like want something a bit more interesting than just a child Mario game right now. Dude, Odyssey is fucking fun as hell. I, I would be happy if we got I don't to play doubt that, that, but like, I don't know. I need something more substance after okay i, I feel that i do actually want a, like a pentiment or like a neon white right now but we'll see we'll see the neon audience white looks sick yeah um okay so i got i got mickey are you are you still here are you you, you cut out yeah yeah I'm okay here. cool so mickey can you describe to me what what a jrpg is uh a jrpg is like like it, it is like an adventure game but then the battle style is like more turn-based. Uh, so like, and it's, it's typically in like, you, you're typically in like in a party of three, two in most JRPGs that I've played. Uh, and like, it just, uh, you just determine it's like, oh, I'm going to do like this character to do this attack. And then it just like either randomly selects another person to take their turn. So like your team could just take three turns in a row sometimes, or like you, your team could just like, like not attack for like four or five turns and like it just keeps going back and forth until one team remains turn turn bait turn based is like the main thing because i mean fallout's an rpg oblivion's an rpg like you know these are these are like um, american western rpgs and then you get something like a turn-based jrpg the thing is though is like elden ring is a japanese rpg right so it's like I, I think the JRPG is like it probably needs to be. Is there like a, a way to rename that one? Because I feel like Japanese RPG is like not doesn't really apply to what we think of with that category. Well, Elden Ring would be action role playing, right? Right, but JRPG like strictly it is an RPG from Japan, right? So JRPG. I just feel like it's a kind of a strange category. This, this is like it doesn't have to come out of Japan to be an anime. <laughs> Wait, what, where do we land on that? Did we have a do we have no, an answer uh, for that we question? We have not had an episode. We're not even going to dive into that today. Yeah, yeah. What do you it, two it think? It will go on for like twenty minutes. Wait, I, I actually, I, I'm not. I'm not even going to answer this question because it will just lead to arguing for like 10, 15 this, minutes. Wait, that's actually well. That's an interesting genre. I mean, we'd be arguing genre at that point, right? Because the anime genre. Because oh, then, 
Yeah, then I'm going to go to anime and then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's I mean, a deep rabbit hole, okay, Lucas. We don't have to, yeah, okay, we don't have to go to... Yeah, but I guess we don't want to... Sounds like we don't want to claim Avatar The Last Airbender as an anime is where is what I'm hearing. Lucas, don't you fucking dare. Okay, <laughs> okay I won't. I won't. Um, what was I... There was one I was going to bring up here, too. Um, I wanted to talk quickly on sports and sim games. Um, and I also wanted to touch on fighting games here. Um, we went over the Game Awards stuff that came out, and sports sims were like the same category within the Game Awards. Uh, what's agree, disagree? Is that right? Because I view them as different genres altogether, and I do think that categorizing two of those in the same is is somewhat problematic. Sports and simulator. Yeah, eh, I think it's fine. Uh, it's not okay, Mickey. I mean, Super Mario Baseball is a sports game. I also don't. Are we going to throw Super like Mario said, Baseball in the same said, category as as Roller Coaster Tycoon Three Platinum Edition? Fuck yeah! <laughs> this just sounds just so wrong. I, no, but, honestly. But, but to be fair, I'm always down for chaos, and whatever causes the most chaos, I think is just hilarious. <laughs> to be fair, or not to be fair, just to like. To go into my and Lucas's point, to me, it's kind of rude to not give each genre its own individual award. These developers work hard on their games, and I don't, I'm sure they're not happy to be lumped in with one another. So that's all I'll say to that. Yeah, that's my thing, too. And, you know, what, what also sparked this, this whole thing, and I was telling the guys before we hit record here, is, you know... We, we were looking at the category for fighting game with the Game Awards, and Sifu is on there. And it just makes me so irrationally angry that Sifu is considered a fighting game because there's simply hand-to-hand -hand combat in it. I just, I find that to be so wrong. Like, a fighting game is like a, a game where two human players are fighting each other, like Tekken... Smash, Marvelous Capcom, like I, I don't under, I don't understand this. So it, ma it makes me really upset, uh, and I think that this genre conversation is like some people only will play a game based on genre, or they only stick to certain games within their genre, right? And to take a game and say like this belongs in this particular genre category, and then uh, not allowing it to really be comparable is not great for developers publication i mean ultimately the bottom line of the people that are making these games so i know it's it can kind of feel a little like what's the word i'm looking for matt like semantic it's just semantic. it's not necessarily just semantics right at the end of the day it is recognition within genres that we're looking to have fair yeah i don't <laughs> I would need a very, very formal definition of fighting game from like multiple different publications and developers to really land on that Sifu argument one side or the other. I can absolutely see your argument. And then I can absolutely see the other side of what they're, it's clearly like that's the main component is fighting, you know? So it's, I think it's, it really just comes down to how do you define it? And unless there's, you know, a Webster's, dictionary definition i'm not gonna land any one way on it yeah yeah i agree with you there um another question for you guys um well actually i'll stick on sports games for a second i actually wanted to ask you that you guys both this what what sports games have we all played across our podcast here 
FIFA. I haven't played sport any. I, sports I think it's my least played. Thing. My least played genre is actually probably sports. I was super into Madden for like three, four years. But that's pretty much it. And then I played like uh, Mario Superstar Baseball and Strikers. But yeah, I played a lot of FIFA in high school and college, and then played a little bit of like Madden if my friends were playing it just in our house. Uh, I had a I had a Madden game on my Nintendo DS that I actually played a lot, believe it or not. <laughs> and then one game I really want to do for the podcast, but in the current format we have for picking games, I'm not sure it'll ever get chosen. Um, I think I've had it on there. I think two or three times that it like always gets one vote. And <laughs> well, it's oh, me. oh, Mario Power Tennis, <laughs> Super Mario, or yeah, just Mario Power Tennis Tour. I think is what it's called. But <laughs> we could do that for is, your birthday um, as a bonus episode. I'd like that. <laughs> I'd like that very much. Um, no, that I've probably put over like three days worth of gameplay to that game, like seventy-two hours. I've played it so many times. I even fired up not super recently but like within the last four years and i remember I'm like this is still fun like yeah it's just a mario um tennis game um has like a really fun little campaign mode in it where you're set at the in this tennis academy for you know prestigious players or whatever they're trying to go pro and the whole undertone of the story is while you're trying to go pro and like work your way up through the ranks of the academy where you're playing mostly humans the whole undertone is like oh there's these crazy these crazy people that just showed up one day and kicked all our asses and then they left. And that, it's just Mario. <laughs> it's Mario. <laughs> like just That's showed awesome. up and like, this is how you play tennis and then left. Um, and yeah, it's just like a really, really basic, but fun tennis game. And I well, you know, Mario is one of the most athletic people in video games. So wait, so would you guys consider Mario Kart to be a uh, sports game? Yeah. I, I consider racing mm-hmm. games to be sport. Yeah. Okay, it feels weird saying that Mario Kart is a sports game. I mean, what else can you put it as, though, right? Yeah, what else is it? Yeah, I know. It's just, I don't, if there was a category for best sports game, which there what there is, for, according to the Game Awards, I really doubt that Mario Kart would ever appear there. Because, like, there's, uh, do you guys, do you guys feel that? It exists in a weird purgatory because it's like it is technically a sports game but i don't know do we jamie pull it up has any mario kart ever won a game awards (laughs) (laughs) i don't probably not it probably has not um i mean sports game when people think sports games i'll I'll go to the category right now it it was let's see we sports and racing is actually one category as well uh f1 fifa nba gran turismo and ollie ollie world which, we, Matt, you knew, I didn't know about that game, but I think you might have known something about that game. I, I, I think that it's best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. So <laughs> Mario Kart would be a non-traditional sports or racing yeah. game. Um, so, you know, by the strict categorizations here, I just have a hard time believing that it, it truly would ever appear here um, just because of, like, where it is in, in its own genre, right? Because there's, there's other things that people would want to try to categorize it as because... It's not the same thing as Gran Turismo or F1. Matt, you're muted, actually. That's there crazy. we go. <laughs> um, I did do a quick Google search out of curiosity, and the definitely the Mario Kart I played the most was Mario Kart DS. 
that was actually my first console like um what's the word not exclusive console uh special edition console i got was i got a red mario kart i got a red nintendo ds that came with mario kart and that had actually won ign's award that year for best racing slash driving game okay so see racing i I think that genre that subgenre is called kart driving oh okay kart driving Mm -hmm. (laughs) comprised of mario kart and what else there's a Crash Bandicoot one. The, there's a, oh, there's a yeah, Diddy Kong one. Racing, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's okay, a few. Okay, there's some. There's some. I just there are a few. It just feels like one of those categories that like, it's basically Mario Kart and then Mario Kart clones, or like platform I mean, it's fighters. Kind of the most sm- well known. I think even Digimon had a kart racing thing out at some point. There was a. Do you guys remember a Sonic uh, sort of kart racing game called Sonic Riders? Do you guys ever yeah, play that Digimon one? Yeah, Digimon Racing. Yes. I did play Sonic Riders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that game was kind of lit, actually. <laughs> There's also Kirby Air Ride, too. Kirby Air Ride is so good. We should do that for the pod. <laughs> we should just get together and play that game, honestly. Dude, I I played against Nezergy in Kirby Air Ride. Good God. He's a god? Like, he's a god at that game. I Dang. felt hopeless. Really? The, what star uh... did he use? Do you know? I have I have no idea. Like, I, I know next to nothing about Kirby Air Ride. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead matt no nah, i'm just gonna send you both a picture right now just in the discord just the 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 box art for digimon racing is just really fucking funny oh my god oh, so this actually does that? exist this is amazing <laughs> that looks so bad <laughs> that looks amazing i don't know what you're saying lucas wow digimon digital monsters racing Digimon and vmon just like hunched over because they don't fit properly in a go-kart <laughs> oh that looks I'm that really, what's that second one that looks cool is that the same I think game i think i'm not sure if it's from the same game or not but um but yeah it's just like better box art wow wow yeah. uh just going back to the game award genre categories here real quick so it's they had best sim and strategy are in the same category and sports racing are in the same category which I think is uh, I think putting sim strategy is is a little bit strange because that means you would have to throw yeah something, that that is whack you'd have to throw Starcraft in the same yeah category. put Starcraft against Sims against the Sims <laughs> which is like against the Sims what are we doing which here? sounds so stupid <laughs> yeah and the winner was Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope I could not care less for that category though when I saw those games I was like. Wow, I'm tuned out already. <laughs> yeah, I think Sim. Have you guys played a lot of Sim games before? Have you played a lot of games? I played in that a genre? lot. Roller Coaster Tycoon. I probably spent the most time in that genre. I played a lot of The Sims growing up with my sister. My Evergreen Gardens Park. Oh my god. Yeah, I I I think I played the most Roller Coaster Tycoon. That was a good one. And then there was Thrillville. Did you guys play Thrillville? That was just the Roller Coaster no, Tycoon clone not. on like PS2. That one. No, was I never played that one. I, I didn't really play on PS2, so. <sighs> You know the best racing game of all time? I'm sorry to backtrack. I just remembered it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess. I don't Diddy know. Kong racing is dope. Crash Bandicoot Tag Team Racing. There was a Crash Bandicoot Tag Team Racing? What was going on mm-hmm. in, that, in that one? The main mechanic was mid, mid-race. mid You could fuse with someone else's car. Like tag, t- tag team, fuse with their car to make like a super, super car. And fight other cars mid race. Oh my! Insane. Oh my god! Insane game was. Oh man! I, so it's a fighter, is what you're telling me? It's a fighting racing game. Yes. 
Wow, there's a, there's a genre fusion I have not played yet. <laughs> I might be, I might be doing it some favors, calling it that. But super sick game, yeah. Have you guys played a lot? I, I know Mickey. I know the answer to this one for you. But strategy games. I just want to talk about that genre real quick. Um, how how up my are we on that category. genre? It's my favorite category. Really? Over action game? Over fighting game? Yep. Wow. Wow. What, over, why is that? what genre is this? Strategy game over mm-hmm. fighting game for Mickey, which I'm, I'm actually pretty shocked to hear. Yeah. Uh, my roots are primarily in strategy games. Uh, like, that's Starcraft pretty much how League. I got into esports. Uh, primarily StarCraft. I actually hated League for the longest time. Like just uh, to, just the concept of it because it overtook StarCraft as the number one esport, and I just was so bitter towards League. I would I wouldn't even dare to try it, and that's my most played game right now. <laughs> Mickey, so look where we've turned up. You're more of a real time strategy person though, because you yes. play like a lot of turn based stuff, or you love board games. So you're just broadly. I fucking the... love board games. Yes, yeah. and a- any kind of like strategy, like you get card, like I'll do card games. I'll I'll do turn based stuff too. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the last turn-based stuff. Like one of my favorite turn-based games is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The False Bound Kingdom on the GameCube. That's low-key one of my favorite games of all time. Is that just a Yu-Gi-Oh! It's not, game? It's not. It's not a card game. It's like a. It's like a virtual. It's a JRPG. Whoa! Where your 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 party is just Yu-Gi-Oh! monsters. Just parties of three. Wow. That's actually sounds really fucking fire. It's, it's 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 really fun. I love it. <laughs> Do you remember? Did either of you guys play a game called Lost Kingdom? like GameCube gen game. That sounds familiar. You played as a female protagonist and you had like cards that were monsters. It was an action game, but like you'd have cards that like she would throw cards out and then they would summon monsters <coughs> that would fight for you in like a third person action setting. It was super sick. So you like build a deck, you'd have certain powerful monster cards and you'd throw it out and then it would like summon and fight for you and stuff. Super sick. So that was like a strategy action game, I guess. Um, how do you guys feel? Have you played a lot of tactics games, either of you? No, I have not. I've I've wanted to play a uh, XCOM a lot, but I've just never got around to it. Would tactics be like Halo Wars? That's an RTS. No, Halo, I Halo, Halo RTS Wars is an RTS. Separate. Yeah, tactics is like a tactics grid is based. Turn-based. Yeah, it's a turn based like grid style game. So you move characters um, along like like oh, Fire Emblem. Like Fire, yeah, yeah, Fire yeah. Emblem. Yeah, uh, I haven't played too much like that. No. Um, I've played a lot of team fight tactics, which is a ch- arena or auto right? arena chess, auto battler. Yeah, arena yeah. chess, auto battler. I love that game. Uh, I don't know if I love that. Also, game. strategy. I have also a strategy. weird <laughs> relationship with that game. You love that? What do you mean? You just love that game? It's a great game. I know, but like, I play. I'll, I'll have like binges. Like, I'll pl- I play that like every other quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably I'm actually I'm probably due to start playing again soon. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll um, probably get back into it again. I, I I have also been getting an itch to play TFT lately. Yeah, Wait, I play that like every three months. My oh. highest rate was plat something. Oh shit! Okay, sure. what you're just casually showing plat on that game? I thought I didn't know you were. I thought you were just like regular like silver like us. It may have been diamond actually. Our Matt's better than that. Matt's what diamond. I I think I actually may have hit diamond like uh, in uh, the third set. I never I never got out of gold. I'm gold, dude. So. Like like I said, I'm super into strategy games. Every, every every time I play it, every time I binge it, same thing happens. I get the gold one, like 97 LP. 
<laughs> and then I just need to, you know, get fourth place just to get, just into, a fourth. get into diamond or plot or whatever it is. And then I like lose three games in a row or four games in a row. <laughs> just and lose your like, mind. That's when I quit playing usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get I, so upset. I like, like, if you watch, like, really high-level TFT, like, people actually have, like, pretty high APM. I feel like they move pretty quick and, like, use that, like... Well, so much of it is scouting and repositioning. Oh, yeah, scout. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of scouting because yeah. I just think it's, re- I think it's really fun being yeah. able to just, like, move your piece around specifically to beat a single person. And then when it's not that person, you just feel like a fool. But, <laughs> but the payoff when it works, it feels so good. It's great, yeah. So to wrap it up, guys, I know we're already we're already at fifty minutes here, which is pretty crazy. Um, I think you know what what this shows is we have genres that we really care about and that we really gravitate towards. You know, I think like there's certain things culturally that we all move with, like FPSs, battle royales are the biggest genre right now. And for the first person, or sorry, for the single player games, like the most popular genres, like your adventures, your cinematic adventure games, like your God of Wars your last of us, you know, just like more of more of that style of game is kind of really popular within the first, the, the single player thing. Um, and I don't know, I just, I find it really fascinating that, you know, we're constantly combining genres, genres are evolving. Um, one example I do want to give to um, as a sort of a final word here is, you know, if you play the first Final Fantasy, the very first one, it's so weird. It's very different. You have no named characters, you pick classes for all of your characters, you know, dark mage, red mage, fighter, warrior, and you have to name them all. And that's like classic RPG stuff, you know, that's like how RPGs all functioned up until they decided, hey, how about we name these characters and allow you to level them up, give them, maybe they have different weapons that they can wield, but at the end of the day, they're characters, you know, they're not, they're not people you're, you're creating. And now every Final Fantasy is just continues to be that way. Um, I just find it super interesting because it's, for the most part, if you found a, uh, you, that genre convention is outdated, is what I mean to say. Uh, and as we move forward, you're just, we're just going to learn that certain things um, within genres that we play now are going to become outdated. You know, maybe battle royales will feel stale at a certain point, or uh, maybe these story-driven cinematic adventures are really going to feel outdated at a certain point. Um, so who's to say where things go? But I just know that these genres will combine and merge more and more over time, and we probably have just an interesting interesting future to look forward to with video games. Everything's always evolving, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, favorite movie. genre, guys. Just go for it. What do you got? Uh, Mickey, you already said strategy. Oh. Matt, what about you? RTS. I'll probably go action RPG. Action RPG. I'm going to go action RPG as well. Um, I think those tend to be my favorite kinds of Specifically games. Specifically, like you know, games like Cyberpunk, games like Fallout, games like Outer Worlds. Those are usually my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, uh, ooh, Matt, quick one. What's Outer Wilds? Adventure. Just adventure, strict adventure, adventure story driven. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's a pretty simple one. Right. Ne- ne- next big <laughs> RTS that I'm super looking forward to is Stormgate, which is which uh, took a lot of the old devs that made Warcraft and Starcraft, and they're making their own new RTS from a new studio called Frost Giant. And I am making both of you play that. Oh right, Isn't that Frost was the- Giant, Fuckface's new studio. Um, <laughs> Mike Mime. 
Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't think Mike Morheim is there. Why? <laughs> why did you say? What, are you gonna? Well, well, I'm wondering why that's that's who I was thinking of. I'm wondering why Mickey knew that's who I was thinking of too. <laughs> no, cause, cause I just I just knew that you were uh you were thinking of a Blizzard person. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, well, what's that Mike Morheim's new studio? Uh, is he? His is called Dreamhaven. Dreamhaven. And I think they're more doing board games and stuff. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Actually, am I mixing up with Dustin Browder? Because I know Dustin Browder was doing... Oh, no, no. Dustin Browder is a part of this. Interesting. I love my guy, Dustin Browder. Frost Giant is being led by Tim Morton, the former director Uh uh, of StarCraft II. Mm. And his um, life partner Tim Campbell. Wait, Mickey, I think did we did you bring that game? Did you bring this game up in our 2023 episode we recorded? Kara works it's, there. It's, wow. it's, it's not. No, it's not coming out uh-huh. in 2023. Oh, okay, it's a different game then. Mickey, Wait, Matt, you know who, who Lef- Kara LaForge is, right? I don't recall. One of her sons was like huge in the StarCraft or like eSport. Co- like Day9 TV. You know Day9 TV, right? I love Day9. She's the co-founder of Day9 TV. What? By the way, uh, for those of you who aren't aware of uh, Day9 TV, just watch uh, Day9 Daily number 100. It's one of the best eSports uh, videos out there. Or like just like uh, video game uh, videos out there. It's like about an hour long, hour, hour and a half. But it is a phenomenal video. I am unaware of this video. Please send it in the Discord. Love to see Will it. Will do. Okay. I think that uh, wraps us up for this one. Just about. Yeah. All righty. Um, you know, we already we already plugged everything, <laughs> I feel like. We, we got you a mid... We got we got you a mid podcast at the plug, which is probably the most powerful plug. We should probably start doing that actually. <laughs> yeah, and I'm willing to bet there's that. a fair bit of people that would have already turned the podcast off like right around now. So we're going mid plugs from now on, um, and then we'll just do the personal socials at the end. If you want to hang out with your good buddy Matt, you can find me on Twitter at Good Idea Matthew, or of course in the Discord, Lucas. Where can we find you? You could find me on Instagram at Good Idea Lucas, and as always, you could find me in the Discord. Hit me up. Let's talk about video game genres. What's your favorite? What do you hate? What do you avoid? What are you uh, looking to see change and evolve over time? Um, as always, and please join the Discord and vote on our next game. Like Matt said, Neon White, Super Mario Odyssey, Pentiment, and Mario Power that's Tennis. Tokyo. <laughs> no, that's sorry, Tokyo. Tokyo. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And Mickey, where can we find you online? You can find me either on Twitter at teals underscore BCB or on Discord in the uh, TFP Discord. I'm chatting in there a lot of times and breaking news whenever I see stuff come up in my feed. Yes, he is. Love it. All right, everyone. This has been. Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Scoobity bop. Thanks for playing as a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Sammy Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle 